if the Lord had not been on our side when their anger burned against us. But you, O Lord, has been our defense, our rock, and our help in ages past. Blessed be your name forever. Stand before you today with our hearts full of gratitude, with thanksgiving. We have come to return all the glory to you for all the goodness and for all the blessings that you have shown us. Especially our women and our mothers. We bless you for the life of every mother and every entire world. We say blessed be your name forever for you have been good to us. Thank you for the heart. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the goodness that you have shown us. We say thank you Lord. And blessed be your name forever. As we celebrate mothers today. Cause every woman here. To see how valuable. They are. Speak your word to us. Bless us today. And let your name be glorified. Thank you heavenly father. We bless you. In Jesus holy name. Hallelujah. As we celebrate the mothers. I want to share some few things with you. That God talks about our mothers or our women. It's a great joy to be a woman at this moment, especially this time. And let me say that not all women are mothers, but all women have the potential to be mothers. A mother is not someone who has given birth, but a mother is any woman who cares for the welfare of others, who want people to be comfortable, especially the people around them. That is a mother. So you may not biologically give birth to a child, but because you have a heart for people, especially the people around you to do well, you are a mother. I know so many women who have not given birth, but they are great mothers. I know a senior pastor friend whose wife, they are married for almost about so many years. The woman is about 60, 65, 68 years. Without it, they didn't have a child. And the woman is a great mother. So many men. So motherhood is not necessarily giving birth. But your heart for people. See to the welfare and the success of people. That makes you a mother. There is something about women that God keeps emphasizing all the time. And that is what I want to share with you this morning. It's a mark about women. It's a mark about others. Whenever you come across any woman in the Bible. You will see that mark. Any correct woman. You see that mark about that particular person. We can look at it from the story of our great great mother Mary. The mother of Jesus. Very great virtue. Very great ability. Something about women, something about a mother that distinguish them from any other woman. In First Peter chapter number 3, from verse 1 through 6, he said, Wives, likewise be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be warned by the conduct of their wife. Talking about women, put it in general. When they observe your chaste conduct, that, that word chaste means your purity. Your holiness. Conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your dressing as a mother. Your dressing as a woman. Do not let your adornment be merely outward. So one virtue about women is that they are not self only conscious. They are arranging the hair. Arrangement of the hair. Wearing of gold. Putting on fine apparel. Arranging the hair. The other version because about weight and all that. Wearing of what? gold. So you can see the earring gold. Or putting on fine apparel. So if you, that you're dressed alone, the money, when you put all the money together. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the what? 
with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner in former times the what? Oh, the what? The holy woman who trusted in God. So anyone who trusts in God as a child of God, as a woman, you have the virtue or you must have the virtue of what? So what identifies you as a virtuous woman, as a genuine woman, is holiness. If you say you follow God, look at this. They said in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves. Being submissive to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are what? Oh, who is her mother? Sarah is her mother. Because we came out of Sarah. Whose daughters you are, if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Please tell the person as to you, holiness is a virtue for women. Hallelujah. And that's what I want to share with you this morning. I want to talk about the power of holiness. Amen. Holiness is a mark for women. We all came from women as we sit here. And women are the best people. I mean, sometimes you wonder why God should relate holiness to women. Especially mothers of old. Because number one, women are the, those who give birth to us. Who give birth to us. And number two, women are very good keepers in the home. Because of their responsibilities, people are always close to them. Because of their work, the way God created them, they are always close and near to people. Therefore, if you are somebody that people are always close to, people are always drawing near to you, there is something that must be seen about you that must affect the people around you. Very much important. The best people who can train children very well are women. Men by nature are not created to be like that. Sometimes you find men who can handle, but please, there is a place that a woman plays in the life of a child, in the life of people, that nobody can take that place. And because of that nature, and because of what God has designed for women, women must be seen as people with holiness, so that out of their holiness, it can impact on the people who come close to them. When you read the Bible, you heard the names of Joseph for a short time. I mean, the father of Jesus. But you always hear the name of Mary. I pray that the holiness of your life will affect your children and the people around you in Jesus' name. Holiness is very important in our work with God. When God wanted to bless Abraham, he said to him, come out of your people, Genesis 12, 1, and I, the Lord, will bless you. Leave the land of idolatry, move, come out of them. If you want to be blessed, if you want to see the hand of God upon you, just come out. That is God's plan. When God was looking for a woman to give birth to the savior of the world, he looked for a holy woman. Mary was a woman who had never seen a man. I asked a question here last Sunday, that if God comes to this church and is looking for the virgin woman in the church, how many? Looking for virgin men in the church, how many? It's very unfortunate. But I pray that every grace that we need to live a life of holiness as women, as children of God, that grace will come upon us in the name of Jesus. Tell person, I see you becoming holy. I see you becoming holy. As a woman, tell person, I see you becoming holy as a man. Amen. Now, to be holy simply means to be pure, to be separated. And that's very much important, especially to women. Because women go through a lot of pain. Mothers go through a lot of pain. And sometimes, if you don't take care as a mother and as a woman, you allow your pain to influence your life. So many women are very bitter. So many mothers are going through pain and out of that it has affected their lives. Many women are walking in a nice dress, walking around it, but their minds are not correct. It's not them. 
Because of the pain that they have gone through. There was a problem in a particular marriage that I was called to help to solve the issue. I sat the man down, sat the woman down. So whilst we were talking, told the woman, your husband has said everything. Forgive him. He said, sorry. The woman sat down. About two minutes, she was not talking. And all that I heard was, <sighs> and she nodded her head like this. I, you see, let me tell you this. From the beginning of women, most of the time, you see, it, it cut across everywhere. From childhood, as they grow up, women seriously go through a lot. Especially in this part of our world. Before a woman will even get a man to marry, about 80% of the women, if they tell you some of the disappointments and hurts and pain they go through in the house of men, you'll be shocked. Those who took advantage of them, used them and damned them, and they left them. So even, even if they get a man to marry them, they still have pains in their heart. Some are not even able to forgive. And those who are even married to the things that they go through from the hands of let me tell you this. There is a man in his marital home. Whilst the woman is in the house, the man will go for a woman and walk in the presence of the wife in their marital home with a new woman into the house. Listen to what the woman said to the man. Continue to do this. But the day you fall sick, you see what I can also do to you. After some few years, the man had stroke and he couldn't do anything. Because the family knew the issue, they came to the woman to apologize. Oh, don't worry, I'll take care of him. Oh, no, he's my husband, whatever. So they all left. Then the woman also began. She woke up in the morning, dressed the man, put his food there, and she would tell him, I'm also going. This is a true story. It happened attention here. True story. So the woman also go out and come back in the... But this man, I think within two or three months, the man died. Not because of the stroke, but because of head and pain. There are so many women who are going through bitterness and pain because of your past experiences. So if you don't take care, living a holy life becomes very impossible with you as a woman. You may be dressed well, you've been working alright, but you are going through pain. You are, you, you are bitter, unforgiving. You are hurt in, inside you. Pray that from today, every grace that you and I need to let go of every hurt whosoever has offended you as a mother, as a woman, whether it's your children who are taking, taking you through pain, your ex-boyfriend, somebody who promised to marry, didn't marry you, somebody who did something bad to you, I pray that from today you receive the grace to let that pain go. I said, I pray that you receive the grace to let that pain leave you from today in the name of Jesus. If you are also married here, your husband or somebody taking through any pain, I pray that grace will come upon you. Glory to God. Receive that grace to let go in Jesus' name. Who oh, I said, receive that grace to let it go. See every pain leaving your heart and leaving your life today. In the name of Jesus. You need to be holy, especially from within. Now, in Hebrews chapter number 12, the verse 14 through 15, our main anchor scripture for a month of holiness. Listen, listen to what it says Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Look at verse 15. Looking carefully, they're talking to the mothers. Looking carefully, lest any fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of what? Bitterness. Any root of bitter. Any root of bitterness springing up causing trouble. By this many are what defiled. Many of our mothers are defiled because of bitterness, pain. What a man did to you, what somebody is doing to you, you are going through pain. Receive the grace to forgive today. Receive the grace to forgive. Let it go. Let every pain leave your heart as a mother. Let every pain leave your heart as a woman. Otherwise, you'll be defiled. You'll be defiled. God cannot do what you want to do with you as a mother, as a woman. God I'm not talking about fornication. I'm not talking about... No, no, no. I'm talking about the things inside you as a mother. The things inside you as a woman. There are some women who are not even talking to people. Even women who are not even talking to their own children. Some women cursing their own children. It's not your fault, but sometimes the pain you go through, you say things you're not supposed to say. There are some women who are not even wishing their own children very well. 
Not you. There are some women and mothers who are not even talking to people around them. Pray that from today, the grace of God that will take every pain out of your heart will be released upon you. In the name of Jesus. Please, I want every woman to put your hand on your heart. Say, say to the Lord, Lord, help me. Say, Lord, help me to let go of every pain in my heart. As a woman and as a mother. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, through holiness, God begins to do great things in your life as a woman. In Acts chapter number 20, the verse 32, listen to what Paul said. The church in Ephesus, Acts chapter number 20, the verse 32. He said, so now brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you what? An inheritance among all those who are sanctified. So holiness, one of the things that holiness does to you as a mother and as a woman, that it connects you to what belongs to you. There is a place that God has for you as a woman. You must soar like the eagle. Your life is not supposed to be normal life. God want to prosper. God want to increase your life as a woman, as a mother. God want to bless your life. But he said, God is going to connect you to whatever belongs to you among those who are what? Sanctified. So sanctification connects you to what belongs to you. When you let go of every pain, every hurt in your heart, God connects you to your inheritance. Glory to God. In Psalm 92 from verse 11 and 12. Psalm 92 verse 11 and the verse 12. He said, my eye also has seen my desire on my enemies. My ears hear my desire on the wicked who rise up against me. Verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. I pray all the women and mothers in the church, anybody who wish you evil, the wickedness they wish for you will go back to them in Jesus' name. Those who have said you will never marry over their dead bodies that you marry. They will die and you will marry in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Those who have said you never see your children's children. He said, I shall see my disciples, my enemies. And he said, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Babylon. As a woman, as a mother, God wants your life to flourish. God doesn't want your life to be dependent on men. No, I'm telling you. There are some women that all their lives are about marriage. All their lives are about men. There are once certain men leave your life, you will die. No, no, that is not womanhood. That's not a great woman. God wants to build your own life that your life depends on God. Not on any man. Your survivor as a woman does not depend on a man. Whether a man is there or not, God will still prosper and make your life a success. But it comes by holiness. Listen to me. If you begin to walk with God and do what is things that are right and live the life that God expects, you will never even pray for a man to come on you. God will connect you to the men he has ordained. I see God connecting you to the men that he has designed for your life in Jesus' name. Glory to God. No man can bluff on you. No man can take advantage of you. Not because he's buying fried rice for you and he can do whatever. What do you mean? What do you mean? God wants to prosper and increase your life. He said, let me tell you, the more unfortunately, we are looking for right things at wrong places. People know what they want, but they don't know how to get what they want. One of the keys that can connect you to whatever you want to see in your life. People of God, especially our mothers and women in the church here. It's holiness, holiness. The righteous shall flourish. You will flourish. As a woman, you will flourish. Oh, I said you will flourish. You see, one thing that hurts me, I mean, I don't know, I don't, it just hurts me. When I, get, I see women who depend on men for their survival, it, it cuts my I just don't know. The person is not your husband, the person is your wife, the person is taking advantage of you. No man can use traveling outside to deceive you. Oh, I love you. I, I want to take you to Dubai. May God help us. I want to share with you some about seven points. The blessing and the wonders of holiness. What holiness can do for you? 
as a mother and as a woman and even to all of us. The first thing the holiness does is that the holiness, I mean the father becomes proud of you. You see, don't forget, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. That's according to what about Hebrews 12. The moment we sin, the devil rejoices. He becomes so excited. The Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren. But the moment you begin to do what is right, God also rejoices. In Job chapter number 1, the verse 1, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and ran away from what? Evil. Jump to verse 8. Then the Lord said to Satan, don't forget, Job was a man who was righteous. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant what? That there is none like him on the earth. God telling the devil, have you considered my daughter? Have you considered my son? There is somebody like him. There's somebody like a blameless and upright one who fears God and runs away from what? Now, whenever you begin to do what is right, the father becomes proud and boasts about you. Especially when you begin to do what is right. He becomes so excited that you are running away from him like a man wants to do something with you which is not right. And he said, no, I will not do it. Ah. Angels, angels, clap for her, clap for her, clap for her. But the moment you are not married and you go to do something you are not supposed to do. Ah. The devil rejoices when you live in sin, but God becomes so excited when you run away from sin. And he becomes so proud of you. I pray that from today, God will point at you and say, look at my daughter, look at my son. Glory to God. He becomes so proud. Now, the three Hebrew boys, the Bible said they were supposed to bow down to the idol of Nebuchadnezzar. They said, no, we cannot bow. Even if God does not deliver us, we will still not do what? We will still not bow. Then the Bible says, they threw them into the fire. And when they threw them in, the three people now became how many? You can never take a stand for God without God also taking a stand for you. You make God proud whenever you stand for what is right as a mother. The first blessing and the goodness that comes to you, the father becomes proud of you. Do you know that sometimes when you come across certain things which are not good and you don't do them, even you yourself, you feel very happy inside you. When you face temptation and you're able to overcome them, even you yourself become so happy. I pray that that grace will come upon you and I in Jesus' name. We shall be delivered from things that are not right. So the first blessing that comes to you is that the Father becomes proud of you. May God become proud of us. Let me ask you, how many times have you taken a stand for God in the midst of sin, in the midst of what is wrong? How many times? Or how many times have you made God proud? Let that grace come upon us too. Whenever you encounter temptation and sin, the first thing that must come to your mind, two people are watching you. And the outcome of what happened, I mean the outcome of that situation will determine the excitement of someone or the sadness of another person. Whenever you come across temptation or sin, God is looking at you and the devil is also looking at you. I pray that after today, we shall make God proud. In Jesus' name. The second thing that happens to us, when as women, as mothers, we do what is right and live right and live a holy life, it enhances your authority in God. Holiness has a way of empowering you spiritually. It makes your face very hard. Even demons and spirits are afraid of you. (laughs) Glory to God. It enhances your authority in God. In Mark chapter number 1, from verse 21 through 25. Listen to the scripture very well. He said, then they went into Capernaum and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean or evil spirit. And he cried what? Out. Saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are. I do what? You are the holy one. Tell the person, the devil knows who you are. Tell the person, the devil does not respect makeup. 
He doesn't respect hairstyles. Tell, tell the person he respect holiness. Say, I know who you are. The holy one. Glory to God. Oh, I said glory to God. In Acts chapter 19, there were, I think, some few guys who wanted to cast a certain demon out of somebody. And they went. Some ruffian guys. The, the seven sons of Sceva. Acts 19. Uh, let's look at it from verse 13. Let's, from verse 13, look at it first. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of Jesus over those who were demon possessed. They would say, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, I command you, come on out. Look at verse 14. Seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, were doing this. One day, the spirit answered them, Jesus I know and I know about Paul. As a person is you, but who are you? Do you know when you go and do something bad, he sees you and you come and stand, you know that you are coming from your boyfriend's room. In the name of Jesus, come on, devil, I rebuke you. Hey, sir, but I keep quiet here. Some of you are just coming from your boyfriend's home right now to church. No problem. But if you tell the devil, shut up, devil say, Madam. But when you're coming, I saw you. The devil knows you. He does what? So whenever you live holy life, it enhances your power over them. Please listen to me. Most of our sufferings are coming from evil for Apart from our personal misses, most of our influence, they attack. Psalm 74 verse 20. Show respect unto thy covenant for the dark places of this earth are full of habitation of cruelty. There is wickedness on this earth and it takes the power of God to overcome them. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Ephesians chapter 6, 11 and 12. But against principalities, against, against wickedness, the force of wickedness. They know your power through your holiness. Let me tell you this desire that by the grace of God you can live a holy life. And even if when you sin, immediately ask for forgiveness and come back to your place in God. Tell the person, don't stay in sin. Glory to God. So holiness enhances your what? Your authority. Pray that your church will be enhanced in Jesus name. Number three, holiness brings you divine boldness. One of the greatest things we need in this life to succeed as Christians is boldness. Many of us have gotten great opportunities, but because we lack the boldness to take certain steps, we lost a lot of opportunities. This land, for example, we got this land through boldness. Listen, there are many of you, it will only take boldness for what belongs to you to come to you. There are certain men here, when you look at certain ladies' faces, you are so afraid and scared. It will take boldness to confront that lady. You see, let me tell you this. Don't let their appearances frighten you. Because there are some certain men, when you see them, though they are not my but you can approach them. I was telling one lady, said, this my boy loves you. He said, but tell him to come forward. Tell him. I'm free. I'm open. Tell the person, move forward. Move forward. Fear has kept you. Receive the grace to be bold. There are certain opportunities, certain jobs, certain blessings that God wants to bring to you, but unless you are bold. But look, give me Proverbs 28 verse 1. When no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold. You see, righteousness has a way of making you bold. You are not afraid of anything. There are people that when they hear a phone call, hey, their heart beats. There are certain people that are certain places you can never pass there. There are certain people you cannot meet them face to face because the things you have done to them, sin takes away your boldness. Righteousness impacts divine boldness. Holiness impacts divine boldness. Receive the grace to live right. That will connect you to boldness in the name of Jesus. That grace is coming upon you today. In the name of Jesus. Righteousness enhances your boldness. Glory to God. You are not afraid of any evil. When you encounter the devil in your life, you will meet him squarely. Listen to me. All the things and the forces that have been chasing you from today, I see through the boldness of God making you to pursue those things in the name of Jesus. All the things harassing you in your sleep, in your life, the spirits tormenting you, your destiny. But righteousness brings boldness. I see you driving all the demons out of your life. All the forces out of your life. But the power of boldness that comes through holiness. The righteous are as bold. Let that grace come upon us today. Amen. In Jesus name. Number four. Holiness makes you to enjoy divine love. 
You can't live in this life without love. And the best love that you need is not a love of a man or of a woman. Because most of the time, the love of men can fade. Sometimes even the one who gave birth to you can even be fighting with you. Sometimes the one who even gave birth to you can be bewitching be, be you. The great love that you need to move your life forward is the love of God. You need the love of God. When you have the love of God with you, he said, because I love him, I will be good to him. The love of God connects you to so many things. Whenever you begin to live holy, it connects you to God's love. Please listen to me. God loves everybody. But there are people who have won the heart of God through holiness. So the love of God in our lives connects us to great things. David said, I mean, God said about David, he said, he's a man after my own heart. I pray that we shall make our way out in the heart of God. In Jesus. Number five. Number five. Holiness connects you to divine promotion. In Hebrews 1.9, he said, because you love righteousness and hate iniquity, therefore the Lord your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness and have lifted you above. Hebrews 1.9. He said, you have all love righteousness and hated lawlessness or iniquity. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of what? More than your companions. One thing about holiness is that whenever I begin to live right, God lifts you up above. If you want to see promotion in your life, People of God, I want to encourage you to live a life of holiness. It will take God to promote you. Many of you that you are dependent on people to lift you up. Many people you are dependent on people to help you. Except God touches their heart. Except God decides to lift you up. You can never see that. But I pray that out of holiness, God will lift us up. In the name of Jesus. Number six. The blessing that comes with holiness is the impact on posterity. The impact. Whenever you live right, it has some level of impact on your children as well. Psalm 37 from verse 23 through 27. So the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I have been young and now I'm old. Yet I have not seen the righteous, that's what, forsaking, nor his children. So the life you live, there is a way that the life you live as a mother or as a father affects your children. I have not seen the righteous forsaking nor his children begging. If your parents are wicked, if you yourself, you are living a wicked life, there is a way that it can affect your children after you. That's a fact. So be careful as the steps you take as a parent. The steps you take as a man, as a woman. The way you relate and treat people. Holiness does not only change your life, but it also has impact on your children's life. In Psalm 112, from verse 1 to 3, he said, Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandment. His descendants will be what? Mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. The generation of the upright. The one who lives right. If your mother lives right, if your father lives right, there is a way that their goodness and their holiness can impact to you. Listen to me. God can look at the goodness of your parent and be good to you as a child. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Look at verse 3. Wealth and riches will be in his house. And his righteousness endures forever. I see your children being blessed. Because of your goodness, because of your holiness and your lifestyle, I see your children being blessed. Glory to God. And my last point, the blessings of holiness, it secures you a place in eternity. It secures you a place in eternity. Proverbs 14, the verse 32. Then Matthew 25, 46. Proverbs 14, 32. Matthew 25, 46. The wicked is banished in his wickedness, but the righteous has a refuge. 
in his death. He said, let me tell you this. All that we are looking for in this life, one day, everything will come to an end. Everything. Whatever. Our struggles, our challenges, you are moving, helter, scatter, you are looking for this, you want to you want to appear in a particular way, no matter what you are looking for in this, in this world. One day, everything will come to an end. But what happens to you after your death? This is what he said. He said, the wicked is banished in his wickedness, but the righteous has a refuge in his world. So even you live right and you are dead, there's a better place for you. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. I pray that you will see the goodness of God. When you leave this place, you will have a better place to go. Through what? Holiness. Don't only be self-conscious, material conscious. Give me the last scripture, the Matthew 25, 46. And this will go away in everlasting punishment, but the righteous into what? Oh, into what? It takes the righteous to inherit eternal life. People of God, when you live right, it helps you. In Jesus' name. Please say after me, say in the name of Jesus. Say with the conviction, say in the name of Jesus. Father, I desire to live right so that I can enjoy your goodness in the land of the living and in eternity. From today, every weaknesses in my life, I drop them from today. By your power, in the name of Jesus, I receive the grace to live a life that will bring glory to you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, as I live right, as a man and as a woman, let me see your goodness. Let me see your goodness in the land of the living. Let my children after me be blessed. In the name of Jesus. As all eyes are closed. If you are here, you know you have not given your life to Christ. You want to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. I want to pray with you right now. Say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me. I want to give my life to the Lord. I want to surrender my life to Him. You're also here. You want to rededicate your life back to God. Lord, I want to come back to you. I want to do what is right. I want you to help me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Those who have lifted their hand, pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for my life. I know I'm a sinner. Because of my sins, you came and died for me. I invite you into my heart. Be the Lord over my life. From today, I will serve you and I will follow you forever. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. In Jesus' name. Now, the grace that brought you, may that same grace keep you. May you be established in the things of God and the house of God forever. May you grow in the Lord. And may He cause you to know Him better and better. In Jesus' holy name. Father, I pray for you. Please lift up one hand as I pray with you. Later one. Father, I pray for your people today. We desire to live right and to do what is right. Let the spirit of holiness come upon us today in the name of Jesus. As we walk in holiness, as we desire to do what is right, may we see your goodness and your blessings in the land of the living. Every challenge in your life, through the desire to live right, I see them giving way for you. You will never struggle for certain things in your life because out of holiness, the desire to do what is right, God is bringing to them, them to you cheaply. In the name of Jesus, may God connect you to every blessing that is due you. In the name of Jesus, as you go through this the month of holiness, may you see the hand of God upon your life. And whatever that is like a load, like a burden upon you, every chronic behavior, every lifestyle that you want to stop but you cannot stop, Every grace that you need be released upon you today in Jesus' name. 
every habit that you can't change from be delivered and be set free in the name of Jesus. May the hand of God come upon you supernaturally. May you be set free. And may the Lord open the door of holiness and righteousness before you and I. I declare you blessed in Jesus' holy name. Amen.